You're listening to the Rodolfo Rivas Project. My dad has had big conversations with other people around the world and here in Geneva. He loves it and he's all crazy about it. Remember to have fun listening to it, the Rodolfo Rivas Project. Welcome back. This is Rodolfo Rivas and this is my podcast. My guest on this occasion is Dr. Shang Fa Lo, permanent representative of the separate customs territory of Taiwan, Pengu, Kinmen, and Matsu to the World Trade Organization in Geneva, Switzerland. Dr. Shang Fa has, an, has accomplished a lot in his life before becoming the permanent representative for Chinese Taipei at the WTO. He has been a law professor, the dean of the most prestigious law school in Taipei, an author, and a justice of the Constitutional Court and that is just scratching the surface. It was a pleasure to have a conversation with him where we touched on many topics, from his upbringing, where he recalls some vivid images from his hardworking childhood. In addition, we get a chance to talk about the evolution of the legal system in Chinese Taipei, as well as the differences in legal scholarship he experienced firsthand during his studies at Harvard Law School. We also talk about the WTO and what we can expect in the near future, especially in fishery subsidies negotiation, COVID-19 response, and multilateralism and plurilaterals. Overall, it was a pleasure talking to him and hearing his views and inspiring journey. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you enjoyed this conversation, please let us know by liking, subscribing, and or reviewing. The Rodolfo Rivas Project is available on all major platforms, and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed here belong to the individuals sharing them, and do not necessarily represent the views of their employers. Good afternoon, Ambassador Shangfa. Thank you for accepting my invitation to be a guest in my podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for having me. I uh, look very much forward to this uh, program. I've actually heard a lot about you from one of your colleagues uh, that I work with. Uh, he said that you should talk to him because he has a uh, quite an amazing story. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting story. <laughs> yes, uh, actually, I looked a bit at your at your bio, and I've seen that you've done a lot. Uh, related to WTO, but also to another number of things. Yes, yes, quite a uh, quite number. So how, if we begin at the beginning, like how, how did your interest in all of these varied areas like started? Well, it, it just happened. It's sometimes, uh, you know, in, in your life, uh, something uh, good uh, could be happening uh, without uh, previous uh, detailed planning. Uh, for instance, uh, uh, in the early uh, days of my profession, yeah. I practiced law yeah. uh, in Taipei uh, in the area of uh, maritime law. Ah, okay. uh, that is about transactions and, and, and shippings. Um, but later on, I went to the U.S. Uh, to study law. And uh, I, I thought that uh, in order to attract my professor to accept me as uh, as uh, his student. Uh, perhaps I should uh, have something new, uh, something interesting uh, to him. So I started uh, thinking of uh, uh, dealing with international trade. Uh, some of them could be very interesting. Uh, so in my 
uh, study uh, at Harvard University uh, School of Law. Uh, I used the topic reciprocity principle okay. uh, to uh, to uh, get the uh, approval of my professor uh, to uh, supervise uh, my study. Uh, so it happens that I uh, come to uh, the uh, the area of uh, international trade. Uh, and later on, uh, when I went back to Taipei, I had uh, difficulty of deciding whether to be a professor or to uh, practice law again, uh, because uh, the uh, financial situation of myself was not very good because I spent quite studying. a lot of money <laughs> studying. Studying in uh, the I got a scholarship, but still I, I spent uh, so much money. So that was a struggle. I see. And later on, I, I thought uh, perhaps, well, uh, practicing law, uh, for the purpose of uh, practicing law uh, in, in tai Taipei, you do not have to have a, a doctorate degree. And when you have a doctorate degree, it, you consider it to be a waste uh, of practicing law mm -hmm. with your uh, academic uh, training and background. So I decided to be a professor. So at that time I studied, uh, started uh, to, to teach uh, international trade law and at the same time I continued uh, teaching uh, some private uh, law subject, for instance, uh, conflict of law. Okay. Uh, and it happens that, uh, it happened that uh, at that time uh, Taiwan was uh, considering joining the previous GATT, the, the GATT, uh, and, and I was invited to be an advisor uh, to my government. So I started uh, being, uh, having very close contact with the policy makers and, and government officials as well as understanding the, uh, the, the, the process of policy making and understanding the, uh, more closely uh, observing the development of international uh, trade uh, at the multilateral level. This must have been pretty interesting because you were studying this and then you were actively working in this area. Yes, yes, that was, uh, I consider myself to be very fortunate, very fortunate in terms of uh, being just graduated uh, from the school and I got the opportunity both to teach at National Taiwan University, which is considered to be the best uh, in Taiwan, and also having the opportunity of helping my government uh, to negotiate the accession uh, to the GATT and later on to the WTO. So that was a unique experience. And, and you know, a young professor wouldn't have such opportunity uh, to discuss with various ministries and to discuss with their policies yeah. and to discuss with how to respond to the, uh, to the international norms by either explaining them or either reforming or even uh, uh, modifying their policies. So this, is, this was a unique experience to me. And uh, this is great, but how did you get in the first instance the idea of becoming a lawyer? What were, like, your parents were lawyers? <laughs> no, no. My, well, actually, uh, I was uh, born and raised in a very poor family. Uh, my parents uh, were... Uh, you know, tofu, to yeah. tofu, yeah, yeah, yeah. tofu vendor. I see. <laughs> uh, so when I was still young, uh, I helped my 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 parent uh, to make tofu and to sell it. And to sell it, <laughs> uh, you know, my my father uh, had to uh, to get up very early. Uh, very early, even. Uh, it, 
at midnight, he had to get up and, 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 and study making tofu and, and bring tofu to, uh, to the villages to, to sell and carry in uh, the tofu by, you know, the, uh, some kind of uh, bamboo pole yeah. uh, to, to, for the purpose of carrying uh, to- tofu. And, and tofu was, uh, was carried uh, with uh, two uh, bamboo uh, basket. <laughs> I still have such a vivid, uh, vivid memory. memory of, of the, uh, the situation. And, and I had to uh, start uh, get up very early uh, in, the, in the morning to, to, to prepare uh, making tofu and, and to clean up the, uh, the, 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 the utensils, mm-hmm. the tools, and later on to, 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 to use my bicycle to carry some tofu to put it in some specific uh, uh, point. Uh, so that my mother can can continue carrying those and pick up those and continue selling uh, in other villages. So that was uh, a, a very difficult, but still a very uh, memorable uh, experience. Say, uh, do you think that um, this uh, work that your family did and the dedication and the hard work that required to this, like, was influential in you deciding to pursue? Your studies in such a profound way. Yes, yes. I think uh, this is uh, this was very uh, positive uh, influence in uh, my my whole career. Uh, first, I have to be uh, very persistent in doing things, uh, even uh, in a very difficult situation. Mm. And, and secondly, uh, because of the, uh, I'm not quite sure. Perhaps it is not poverty, but still uh, living in a. A relatively poor condition because my, my father had, had to raise my parent had, had to raise uh, ten, ten, uh, ten children yeah. uh-huh. uh, five boys five five girls so I was, I was the ninth <laughs> and, and, and I thought uh, the only way to, uh, to, to totally change the, the situation is to study to get a degree and to earn money so that, that was the, the background of, uh, of studying law and, and, and that background Helped me a lot because <laughs> you you you, bet, you definitely uh, know as well as I I, I do in terms of uh, the the need of of doing uh, putting a lot of effort the need of hard work to study law uh, in the very beginning uh, stage so that helped me uh, a lot and and did you get the support of your parents were were they encouraging you to pursue this path. Uh, Well, the, the encouragement... Uh, or was well, more like teaching you by doing? Uh, actually, my, my parents uh, discouraged me to study. <laughs> to study. Not, not to study law, to study further, because uh, they wanted me to, to start earning money. Yeah, I see. Because they, they, my mother was, uh, didn't receive any, any mm. education. Uh, my father's education was very limited. Uh, so their thought is, you know, get uh, get a job and get married and and, and live a normal life. That that was uh, that, that was uh, their uh, their thought. Mm. Uh, but one of my uh, elder uh, brother, uh, elder brothers, uh, had a higher degree, had a university degree, and and he passed the uh, national examination to, to be qualified as a civil servant. That is a very hard examination yeah. in Taiwan. And, and, and that encouraged me. Okay. And later on, when I uh, studied, uh, when I was a university uh, student, 
uh, he, he supported me financially. Mm. So that is some kind of uh, elder brothers and sisters helping the younger ones. That is uh, the, uh, the situation. Uh, so that, that, that is an encouragement. My, my brother can do that. Why couldn't I do the same? So that was the, uh, the, uh, the, the push, the actual push. So I, this is like a very interesting story because actually the whole idea of this podcast is to hear stories from remarkable individuals and to show how they did it. So mm -hmm. that, like you said, like uh, the example of someone doing it perhaps can illustrate and show the way for others. You said like if they can do it, like maybe I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think uh, anyone uh, can uh, can do what uh, they perhaps originally uh, imagined as long as you can have a bigger uh, dream, yeah. as long as you do not consider that it is not possible. Well, actually, if I look back, I wouldn't believe that uh, I can do so many things, including at the universities, uh, creating some uh, research centers and publishing, uh, launching a new uh, English Uh, journals yeah. uh, being recognized uh, and, and serving as a constitutional justice uh, to deal with uh, human rights protection. So th that was a very colorful <laughs> life from, uh, from the perspective of the current, uh, current uh, point. Um, but if you start limiting yourself, you wouldn't want to dream yeah. that uh, you can do this or, or do that. And always uh, take uh, Uh, told my uh, student that uh, dream bigger, yeah. dream bigger, that you would uh, definitely amazed by yourself that uh, you can achieve far more than uh, you would have uh, think of. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, I'm interested in, in knowing a bit more about your studies uh, in law when you were studying, and you mentioned that you had some interest uh, that you eventually also got into trade. But how do you compare the, the legal scholarship when you were studying back home and when you went to the U.S.? Oh, they, they are very different. They are very different. But, uh, but basically, uh, legal training in different places uh, always have some, some, na some uh, similar nature. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, to make people very logical. In, uh, in analyzing things and in, in, uh, in uh, looking at uh, certain, uh, certain issues. So that is, uh, that is what I thought. Uh, the, the differences have been that, well, in, in, in Taiwan, at least uh, in my time when I was uh, a student, uh, the, the, the method uh, being always lecturing. And, and you, you sit there and there, there was no or not much interaction between professors and, and students. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, you work hard in taking notes and trying to memorize everything and, and try to, uh, to uh, put it all, uh, all up for the purpose of answering uh, the questions and you, you, you understand uh, what kind of questions we need, what kind of answers. So, so you memorize all, all of the things. And you have to, to do a lot of uh, uh, notes so as to, uh, to To, to make uh, your, uh, your materials uh, from very sick of uh, books, uh, very high pile of books, uh, in, uh, down to some, some, some notes, so that uh, during the examination period you can uh, quickly 
uh, review all of them uh, in a very short time and, 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 and to, uh, to, to, to memorize it and to, to be able to, to answer uh, the questions in a very efficient manner. So that, that was the model when I, first, uh, when I received my first edu uh, legal education. When I went to the, the US, uh, it was a shock uh, to me. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there were many, uh, many aspects. One of the aspects uh, was that uh, the, the, uh, the interaction uh, in the class classroom. Uh, they, they, I still remember that uh, there, there were some uh, professors uh, using so-called the uh, Socratic method. Yeah. Uh, that was very scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you just uh, don't know when you'll be uh, called upon and, and, and uh, trying to uh, respond to the questions that uh, you didn't even understand the meaning of the questions uh, fully. Yeah, so, because it was not so much about repeating, it was about thinking. Thinking, yeah. that, that, is, that is true. So that, that was, uh, that was a, a very big shock uh, to, to me, uh, and, and also uh, some professors uh, use the interaction as the basis of, for his or her evaluation, and, and students uh, competed uh, to raise hand and try to, to get uh, the professors uh, calling upon uh, them uh, for the purpose of being recognized as uh, participating yeah. in, the, uh, in the classroom. Uh, so when I, when I have uh, uh, come up with the answer already that was been that had been uh, responded uh, several minutes ago. So <laughs> always can uh, catch upon the uh, the space uh, the, the pace of the uh, the or the rhythm of the <laughs> classroom. Uh, so there was another one, and, and also yet another one is the uh, the amount of reading materials. You just cannot imagine that when I was in Taiwan, uh, when I first received my education, uh, you, basically you do not have to prepare. You just sit there and, and take notes, and, and, and you, sometimes you don't even have to, to read the book. You just read the note, and you can very successfully pass the examination. Uh, but in the US, uh, there were uh, quite a lot of professors giving a very uh, huge amount of assignment. And the assignments could be, for instance, uh, one uh, class, uh, 100 pages, yeah. reading materials. Uh, that, that could be uh, very scary uh, for, for me, because uh, my reading at that time, uh, reading uh, and comprehension, uh, comprehension ability uh, was quite still limited. Yeah. Uh, so so spent so much time. They had to work they, like double what uh, yes. the regular students, yeah, oh, yes. American students. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, and fortunately, uh, some classmates uh, were very helpful. Uh, they lend you the, uh, the, the, the note uh, so that you understand uh, what had been uh, discussed. So, uh, so this is also another uh, difficulty of understanding very clearly yeah. the discussions uh, in, the, in the classroom. Uh, some of them could be because of the language. Some others could be because the background. You do not have yeah. the background. The, you the you don't understand background. background. So yeah, you can just cannot. The, the legal tradition in Taiwan is civil law? Civil law, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, actually, our law uh, was originally, originally uh, transplanted uh, from, from Germany. I see. Uh, yeah. Sometimes through Japan. Because uh, in the beginning of the Republic, uh, or 
or even earlier time when, uh, when uh, or during the late uh, Qin Dynasty, uh, the government invited uh, experts uh, from Japan. Basically, Japan uh, adopted uh, some uh, civil law systems uh, mm. d- directly or indirectly uh, from, from Germany, from France, uh, some, sometimes uh, from Switzerland. Uh, so we, we, we've been uh, influenced very, very uh, importantly uh, by German uh, system. Okay. Uh, and, and when uh, the uh, PRC uh, becomes the, uh, the, 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 uh, in control of the, uh, the whole China, the government uh, moved to Taipei and, 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 and the government brought uh, over the whole legal system. Okay. And that is uh, very fortunate for us because uh, that includes the constitution. And the constitution was uh, enacted uh, in, in, in China, in Nanjing. At that time, uh, there, there, was, there, there is the uh, second chapter, chap- chapter two, that is uh, some kind of uh, civil right, bill of rights uh, chapter. That includes very comprehensive uh, human rights or fundamental rights protection. And, and that is also, the, the, this chapter is also still the basis of the constitutional law to decide whether laws and regulations are in breach of the uh, constitution. constitution. Mm-hmm. So, so, so from that perspective, uh, we are so fortunate. And uh, in addition to civil law, there are some uh, commercial law uh, which, are, which are influenced by the US. Some commercial laws, including uh, securities transact- security transaction, for instance, company law, uh, the uh, maritime law, of course, maritime law uh, is uh, influenced by international, some international uh, uh, treaties. Uh, so, so a mixture of influences. And Taiwan was uh, was colonized by Japan for fifty years. Yeah. That was also an influence. So, so Taiwan is uh, very interesting. Uh, we have the uh, basic uh, or, or the basic structure of the law, including the constitution, brought uh, from from China, and we were influenced by Japan for 50 years, and there, there have been some culture uh, influence, influence in the, the behaviors, including some legal behaviors. Uh, and, and we imported a lot of laws and, and, and new, new, new concepts uh, from Western countries, some from civil law countries, yeah. some from the US. So this is a mixture. And also, a very interesting aspect is that I mentioned about our constitutional court. Yeah. We have uh, many <laughs> justices, we have 15, uh, always plenaries uh, to, to, to decide cases. And the composition of the, uh, of the justices are basically, uh, half, them, half, half of them uh, have been from uh, university, uh, basically they, they were professors. Half of them are from the judiciaries, basically okay. they were uh, Supreme Court uh, judges and some from, from practicing uh, lawyers. And many of them have their uh, law training both in, in Taiwan and in Western countries, mm-hmm. including uh, in Germany and in US. So uh, the, uh, the, the justices uh, who had uh, their foreign legal training uh, would bring in some of their uh, legal method uh, including the uh, constitutional interpretation method. So sometimes you see our constitutional uh, decisions having some analysis based on the uh, German 
constitutional court uh, methodology, some from the U.S. Supreme Court methodology. So this is a very interesting uh, combination. A very rich uh, legal system. Yeah. And, and uh, another aspect, I, I also studied in the U.S. law, and an aspect that, and I identify pretty much with what you're saying. Another aspect that actually caught me by surprise was that when you were uh, learning law, a part of the class was about the law, and another part was, is this how the law should be? Like, it was more on the policy aspect. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. That, that, that is, uh, oh, that is uh, the very important aspect that I didn't uh, mention. Uh, I thank you for, for mentioning this. Uh, yes, in, in the U.S., this is another, another impact. Uh, in Taiwan, uh, the legal education tend to be some kind of dogmatic, uh, training you to, to analyze the existing law and not uh, about whether uh, the law should be looked like this or enacted uh, in, that, uh, in this way. Uh, so policy aspect basically uh, was not the main focus, but it is very, very uh, focused in, in, in the US uh, legal education. So this, this helped me a, a lot you know, to, to be a broader, Uh, a, a, a person with broader uh, perspective to look at uh, issues, not just analyzing uh, things. So, so this helps me a lot in terms of making myself not uh, being, uh, being uh, also being both uh, look at the issues in a very detailed manner. So I always uh, uh, told my students that uh, you have to be uh, very to be in, in detail in, in analyzing things, not, not just uh, saying some, some abstract things so as to, to resolve uh, issues. That is not possible. You have to be very specific. On the other hand, well, most lawyers are, tend to be too focused on, on things. You see the tree and you don't, do not see the forest. So uh, the best lawyer, as I told my, my student, the best lawyer is, that, uh, is a person who can be very detailed, who can also be very broad in thinking of, uh, in looking at the issues uh, from wider perspective so as to, uh, to, to make uh, proper, proper judgment or proper suggestions. And, and, and uh, I think that this is extremely important, especially when a lawyer uh, becomes a politician, mm. when a lawyer becomes a, a policy maker, a lawyer become, for instance, officials like uh, like you, like me, uh, not only representing the government, but also making suggestions to the government, uh, not not dealing with uh, detailed scenes uh, merely, but also to look at the whole trend, whole development, so that uh, you have to uh, understand the, uh, the the whole trend uh, and and being able to reflect in your. Uh, your planning uh, of your your policy, so so that that is extremely important. And uh, when you went when you went back to Taipei after your studies in the U.S. and you you worked for the government advising them, yeah. How how was your experience in the U.S.? How did it influence the way that you saw the negotiations? Well, actually, uh, when I was uh, in the U.S., uh, I didn't uh, I didn't. Uh, take uh, courses uh, relating to, to negotiations. Uh, the negotiations experiences uh, were learned when I actually 
uh, engage in the, uh, the in the, in the uh, interaction and, and processes. Uh, so so that that uh, that doesn't. Uh, Contribute uh, the, the, the study that didn't uh, contribute very much uh, to the negotiations, but the the culture, the uh, the culture of of discussing with people helps me uh, mm. a lot. So it is a negotiation is not merely uh, not merely fighting. It's some kind of conversation, and, and the uh, people in 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 Asia uh, basically. Uh, do not have such uh, experiences of sitting uh, on the table, uh, starting a conversation, and getting gradually into more serious uh, scenario. Basically, they do not have such background and, and, and experiences. But in the West, in, in Western societies, uh, including in the U.S., uh, when when we are negotiating negotiating something, uh, we might start from very far away, chatting on various related uh, issues. When uh, you are ready, when the moods are uh, mature enough, uh, so we can uh, start uh, to, uh, entering into more serious uh, situations. So the, uh, the 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 whole culture helped me, but the actual negotiation experiences, more detailed negotiation experiences, uh, were. Uh, from my actual participation uh, in, in the, the actual negotiations. Uh, yes, yes. And, and now that you are an ambassador, you pretty much can benefit from all your rich experience. Maybe you can talk a bit about like what aspects, like for example, the cultural aspect as a diplomat. I think that's a key aspect in understanding your peers and negotiation. You also have the, the strong technical legal aspects to understand negotiation. But when you are an ambassador, you pretty much have to pull from different experiences. How, how has that been for you during your tenure here? Well, uh, well actually, when I, when I came here, I had uh, so many thoughts. <laughs> so I, can, I, can, I can realize, you know, uh, in the past, I've uh, also many books and, and many journal articles, I thought, wow, this is the opportunity, the best opportunity for me uh, to put every uh, interesting uh, thought into uh, realization. Uh, so I, I started uh, chatting with uh, ambassadors and, and talking about my ideas uh, in the beginning uh, stage. Uh, that was last year uh, when I uh, came here. Uh, Later on, I realized that it is extremely important. I'm uh, sorry, extremely difficult uh, to uh, to pursue or to uh, to um, to promote any any idea uh, because so many. Uh, first of all, not uh, not every ambassador or, or, or delegation uh, wanted to understand you. Uh, if they, they want to understand you, not uh, all of them can really appreciate uh, the, the, the idea or the background. Uh, and, and, and also, uh, they have their own agenda and they have their own, uh, own, uh, own interest, domestic interest to, to take uh, care of. And, and there is another difficulty uh, here in Geneva that I observe. That is, uh, many delegations are, could be very suspicious, skeptical about any proposal uh, performed by, by 
some or any <laughs> any any delegations they started uh, to to be skeptical about what could be hiding behind this mm-hmm. uh, plan paragraph plan language uh, so so having a lack of trust uh, is another uh, very uh, difficult situation uh, here uh, as I as I observe and, and, and also since uh, could be extremely complicated uh, because uh, let's say uh, the uh, the the uh, WT, the, the uh, pelvic body reform uh, well some members uh, started think, uh, talking about restoration of the AB some others might consider this is, shouldn't be a condition let's start talking about uh, what really needed to be uh, to be uh, changed before we talking about restoring the pelvic body uh, and pelvic body members. And, and for instance, uh, when we talked about uh, responses to, to the pandemic, uh, some members uh, wanted uh, to deal with uh, IP. Some others uh, considered this is not critical, we should uh, deal with other, other things. And, and some might be skeptical about uh, probably these members wanted to use the, this opportunity to open up our market. Mm. So the, 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 there are so many complicated uh, issues uh, involved. Uh, you, you just cannot. You, you find yourself in a position in a situation that uh, you cannot uh, uh, consider yourself being very neutral, uh, so that. You know, you can really uh, make contribution. This is not uh, not always not always uh, the situation. Uh, so, uh, my previous experiences uh, could be useful. I, I still uh, consider that, uh, but uh, we uh, still have to f- to face a lot of uh, realistic uh, situations. Uh, I mentioned that my previous previous experiences uh, could be could be useful uh, because. Uh, uh, for instance, I've uh, authored uh, quite a number of uh, uh, books and, 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 and articles. Some of them are addressing the current issues. For instance, I have a book on WTO or pelvic body reform, which is, which is exactly the same that, uh, that is, uh, that is uh, happening. Uh, and I had a, a, a paper uh, arguing the prelateral agreement uh, being also being, um, being feasible under the multilateral system, even without uh, the consensus of all members, uh, it is it is it is uh, just uh, what we needed. But I sometimes I hesitate to 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 uh, put forward uh, what I what I thought uh, because uh, there could be some 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 members. Having the strategy uh, strategy of not escalating the debate, uh, some others having the strategy of of uh, of uh, talking uh, on talking about this issue, uh, not from legal perspective but from broader perspective. So it makes me hesitate uh, to to put forward some some uh, some ideas. <laughs> Um, it's interesting that you mentioned the lack of, of trust because I, I do think that that is a 
That is one of the biggest obstacles that we face. Uh, but how how do we address this? How how do we go about this? Because this is something that has been there for a long time, and it doesn't seem to have a, an easy solution. Yeah, I, I do not see a quick solution uh, to to this. But sometimes, well, the, the, in in one occasion, I uh, I mentioned that. Uh, Of course, there, there could be many reasons, but one of the uh, possible helps that could come from the missions, come, come from the missions uh, of WTO members, uh, because I thought the missions uh, have two, two roles. One is to correctly and precisely Uh, transmit the the message or, or the views uh, from the capital. Another another uh, role uh, should be uh, receiving the uh, the message and trying to uh, inform and 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 even uh, communicate uh, in, in a in a way to uh, persuade uh, the authorities, the domestic authorities. Uh, To think of these things from from various perspectives, not just from the perspective of protecting the, the, the private sector uh, in in the country, uh, so that that could that could help. But this is not necessarily uh, the 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 thing that uh, the missions would always uh, want to want to uh, assume. This is this is very interesting because I agree with you. The the fact that the mission shouldn't only be because otherwise it could be a connection between capitals, direct yeah, connection yeah, between them. Yeah. The missions are supposed to be the intermediary and to yeah. explain the nuances yeah. that perhaps yeah. cannot be yeah. perceived just from directly from the information. Yeah. As well as provide advice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 is true. Uh, uh, take take my uh, my situation as an example. Uh, when we negotiate, uh, of course, uh, we have uh, positions coming from the capital, and and, and sometimes uh, they expect that uh, since we'll be developing toward that the direction that they are expecting, but uh, this might not be the case. This probably wouldn't be the case, and we have to be very frank, very uh, frank, and uh, telling uh, the authority that, well, this is not what uh, we expect. You have to be uh, preparing for another possibility, and also sometimes uh, you know, take. take uh, this is uh, <laughs> a little beyond. Uh, What I should uh, say, let's <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's use uh, fishery subsidies okay. as an example. Uh, of course, uh, the fishing fisheries authority uh, in in Taiwan uh, has the uh, the some kind of obligation uh, to protect uh, domestic uh, industry, and they have political pressure and. And of course, they wanted to keep this, to keep that, and I uh, try to discuss and persuade them that in the future uh, there could be this the way. Well, in put to be more specific, uh, the current negotiation, Article 5.1.1, that is, if you have, if you can, uh, if your policy uh, will be able to maintain the sustainability of the of the fish stocks 
then you can do that. You can do the subsidies. We should uh, put a lot of resources to to do the survey, to do the uh, investigation of fish stocks, for the purpose of providing help, financial help to the fish yeah. fishermen. That that is the way, both to help still helping the fishermen, and to to, to respond to the uh, to the expectation of uh, fishery sustainability. So so we we have the, the obligation to tell the authority that. Well, there is the way. There could be the way. Well, firstly, it is not possible uh, for the outcome to fully meet your expectation. Yeah. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any, any negotiation. <laughs> and secondly, according to the current situation, there's this, this way out. But you have to do a lot of effort. You have to spend a lot of, uh, allocate a lot of resources and to, to conduct the investigation to make sure that the fish stocks are healthy so that your subsidization will not harm the fish stocks and you can continue helping your fishermen. So, so, so our job should be like this, uh, not, not just you know, standing there to defend your, your government and being suspicious on anything, <laughs> or anything that uh, other parties are, are raising. So, and the difficulty is uh, the suspicion is there and a lot of uh, a lot of colleagues uh, from uh, many delegations said or complained that uh, people were not listening. Basically, they they defend their positions and not uh, not listening to what uh, to whether there are some points, some good points that can be considered from the other side. It's true because uh, sometimes I do feel that uh, that the most difficult negotiations are, are the negotiations with our own capital. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and here at the mission, we have to negotiate with all of the other missions plus our capital. Yes, which sometimes it's very difficult. That's true. That's you, you touched on the on the fisheries negotiation. Um, what are some of the other outcomes that you see possible for the next ministerial? Yes, uh, this is. Uh, But when the time uh, goes on, uh, my expectation becomes, uh, oh, my expectation uh, shrinks. <laughs> <laughs> you become uh, more realistic. <laughs> yeah, become yeah, more realistic. Uh, of course, uh, my thought is that uh, if we do not have fisheries subsidies in uh, agreement, it would be a big fail, yeah. failure. And, and secondly, we need to have something to respond to COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, this is most serious, uh, most devastating uh, event uh, to humanity. So we need to have something. And, and there are so many trade aspects that uh, are our responsibility, the responsibility of the WTO. Uh, But of course, uh, as I indicated, this uh, is a very tough uh, subject uh, for us. My, my thought, my more realistic uh, thought, I used to, to, to expect that we can have a very comprehensive uh, ministerial declaration mm -hmm. addressing, uh, very detailedly addressing 
the COVID-19 and the future pandemic, uh, both uh, on the uh, health impact as well as economic impact. Uh, but now I become more realistic uh, to have still uh, having ministerial declaration, uh, including some more uh, abstract and, and, and abstract principles, not too specific because we do not have time to to discuss and negotiate de detailed yeah. uh, rules, but to set up some work programs on various issues, for instance, on export restriction of vaccine, on trade facilitation, on this, on that. Uh, that would be more realistic. Uh, and, and setting up work program can be included in the ministerial declaration so that uh, the outsiders can still understand who, that we are we care about this and we are responding to this, but uh, because of the uh, nature, the complex nature, we are not able to do it at, the, at this time, but still we will be working closely, uh, cooperatively uh, toward uh, addressing uh, those difficult questions. So th this is, this is, uh, this two are the, the must, yeah. are the things that uh, we, we should have, otherwise this will be uh, a big failure. In addition to that, I understand that uh, that uh, many uh, members uh, wanted to have uh, AB reform, but I think uh, it is not possible. We don't have time. We even we don't even uh, start uh, talking about this. Not to mention about completing uh, anything arising from our discussions. So uh, not not very likely. Uh, but uh, still, uh, in the ministerial, uh, there, 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 there should be a ministerial declaration on COVID-19, responding to COVID-19. Just like uh, Doha ministerial declaration, there, there are two. One is the Doha uh, trips uh, uh, declaration. Another one is a more general uh, Doha ministerial declaration. Uh, so there, for, for MC12, there should be a Doha declaration on uh, COVID-19, responding to COVID-19, and, and other declarations or decisions, uh, including some work, pro work programs. And, and uh, AB reform uh, could be included as, uh, in the work program. Um, there are other, uh, uh, some so-called minor uh, topics, for instance, uh, service DR is, yes. is they almost finished discussions. Why not uh, having them been uh, fully completed? Uh, some some others miss miss uh, is another one. So so this can be included as as a, a result. Yet another one another group is uh, uh, not necessarily coming to substantive uh, discussions, but showing to the outside world that we are part of the real world. For instance, uh, uh, trade and gender is so important and we need to have something, some element in our general decisions or, or declarations. Um, well, uh, I understand that uh, some, some members uh, might uh, want to have a very substantial uh, result on ag agriculture, but uh, as I look at as I look at the uh, current uh, status, uh, it would not be very likely to have very uh, substantial agriculture uh, result. 
So um, most uh, most practical uh, way would be to have some uh, work programs uh, to further the discussions. But at least uh, there there are some aspects that could be harvested. Uh, for instance, transparency. Everybody can agree that that should be the basis because you if you do not have the data, you do not know how to negotiate or what what goal you should be negotiating. Uh, so so some element uh, can still be uh, included. Uh, I talked to some some friends, some colleagues that uh, we shouldn't uh, lead outsiders to expect that there will be so many uh, so many outcomes rising from MC12 but uh, outsiders uh, should look at the successfulness of MC12 based on the the quality of the substances uh, we have been uh, we have been able to produce I think uh, if we are able to produce a fishery subsidies agreement if we are able to produce the uh, very uh, substantial uh, uh, ministerial declaration on uh, the response to COVID-19, that would be already the, ba the, the threshold of, over of uh, exceeding the needed... Uh, uh, that would be already uh, exceeding uh, the needed threshold uh, for success. Uh, if we can add uh, some more elements, uh, that would be even uh, better. It's true, but uh, I, I mean, even fisheries alone, that alone would be a, a tremendous task to yeah. to achieve. But I think that overall the environment is not so conducive for multilateralism. And not only the WTO, I think that in general. Yeah. I yeah. think that COVID-19, I thought before that that would be an instance where we would show our cooperation, international cooperation. Yeah, yeah. But it, it hasn't really been the case. And I think that this was an instance that we could have learned a lot because we have a lot of other problems, uh, even talking about climate change, which yeah, is something yeah, that yeah. we need to tackle. Yeah. And the, the tools and instruments available to do it don't, don't seem to be working in the way that it would be the best way to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I. This is a uh, this is a, a bigger bigger problem. Uh, the uh, the operation of multilateral uh, system uh, is already uh, like this. Uh, we cannot change the uh, the way of uh, decision making. Uh, so we have to. Uh, get uh, agreements from every member for the purpose of getting consensus. Uh, this is uh, this is the, the, the current uh, situation. Uh, I think there is uh, there is only a way out uh, to to partly resort to bilateral approach, but still we have to persuade uh, those those members who are still against uh, the prelateral approach. I think uh, the, the mutual understanding is, uh, is uh, still lacking. Uh, for instance, let's say, well, some, some members' concern about prelateralism uh, is more systemic, that I, that I understand. Uh, but if we look at the specific 
the specific uh, negotiations, we will find that it is helping everybody. For instance, uh, bilateral negotiations on, uh, on uh, investment facilitation for development. This is helping WTO members to attract, to, 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 to streamline your own process and to attract foreign investment. This is helping everybody. If you look at this issue, this discussion from such perspective, you wouldn't be so resistant in, in uh, engaging in, 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 the, in the discussions. Uh, for instance, service DR. This is helping those who intend to further open up, to further make their uh, service commitment more transparent, more in line with the, the spirit of, uh, of uh, liberalization. This is helping them to open their market to you. This is not asking you, you know, to open your own market. Uh, why, why, why resist such, uh, such, such development? Yeah. So, so if we look at the, the nature of the discussions, you will find that well, it seems to be quite not quite an, an, a problem that a lot of people do not do not understand really understand what is the what is the, the idea behind uh, objecting the uh, prelateral approach? If prelateral approach is to exclude others, then that, that would be a, a more, yeah. more, uh, more, more difficult for them to accept. That is understandable. Uh, yes, I, I completely agree with you. I, I don't want to end on a pessimistic note, <laughs> because I, <laughs> I am still a firm believer of the of the WTO and how it works, because I've seen it work. Uh, maybe it's not in the best way that we would all hope for, but I, 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 it has worked. Uh, it has delivered results in the past, and I think it can still, it can still do. Um, is there anything else that you would like to say uh, before we conclude? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to, to, uh, to say thank you uh, to you uh, for... Uh, not uh, merely uh, inviting me to uh, to be part of the program, but also setting up this program uh, <laughs> to share uh, views and experiences uh, with uh, with people. Uh, that is uh, very uh, very admirable uh, from from not only my perspective, but uh, I think uh, from the perspective of so many people uh, who can actually. Uh, enrich uh, their lives by uh, listening uh, what others uh, have to say. Uh, and, and concerning uh, my, my career, I hope uh, that could be uh, an example to show that uh, if you are from disadvantaged family or disadvantaged uh, society, at, back at that time, uh, Taiwan's uh, economic situation was not that good, mm -hmm. uh, you can still have uh, a big dream. Uh, and, and that would help you uh, to uh, to uh, really achieve something. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, I have achieved anything, but uh, still, I my my teaching career has been uh, very uh, very uh, memorable uh, to me because I have very good students. 
uh, both uh, practicing law now either in the US, in Hong Kong, in, in, in Taiwan, but also having trained uh, so many trade officials. And, and some of my uh, friend, my, my students have, have become law professors. Uh, and, 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 and being able to uh, even, uh, even reach to uh, judiciaries uh, so as to uh, make uh, decisions helping disadvantaged uh, people. So do not limit yourself. Uh, I have to to uh, to say to the uh, to the person uh, who are uh, listening uh, the uh, the program, do not limit uh, yourself. You can do a lot more than what uh, you you thought. Whenever you encounter difficulties, I've been encountering so many difficulties that during my uh, my uh, career, my 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 previous uh, career and and and, uh, and period. Uh, just uh, insist and, and everything uh, will pass and, and things can be overcome if you uh, persist, persistently insist uh, what uh, is uh, the good cause you are pursuing. Thank you Dr. Changfa for those uh, very inspiring words and thank you for your time. Thank you, thank you so much, thank you. This was the Huaralfa Rivas project. I hope you loved it. Okay.